Hello and welcome to this podcast episode. I am slightly sick. That's why I'm talking slightly silent. I did not go to school, so I don't want to scream in this podcast. So my dad doesn't come up here like, oh, bro, come you don't go to school, but just screaming around now. All right. Here's what I have to talk about. It's in all of us to keep on trying to improve and at some point you realize no matter how much you do improve in the end if you keep the same lifestyle you will feel the same I've been on my phone all afternoon lying in my bed tired that will not change after I have the hottest best girlfriend all the money in the world all the muscles and strength I want to have and all the skills and everything I ever wanted none of that will make me happy as long as I still care what other people think about me I will never be happy now where I was is that I ended up here and that is alright well what's holding me back here is that I care what other people think and it's a tough decision to kind of decide I don't want to care what other people think because on the one hand you say I want to improve I'm not getting good reactions I need to change something about myself So I have to take the criticism that I get and make it positive, turn around positively. But it's also hard to take in combination with not caring at all, because you kind of have to take the info, not take it personally at all, and so try to adapt. So you kind of get into this point where you're like, well, I don't want to care. And Alan Watts, I listened to Alan Watts and he made me realize this, is that we always try to improve. It's like you always, you strive to improve yourself. Although it's the part that always wants to improve. That needs to go away. It's like you're in competition. Well, I'm more spiritual than you. I'm more humble than you. I'm a better person than you. Which is already kind of contradiction. Well, I'm more humble than you. That's not very humble. And I'm in a similar situation here where it's like, well, I don't want to care. But now I care about not caring. you somehow realize and I've not realized the full extent of this I kind of realize that I'm, I'm scratching the surface but at least I've scratched the surface at all is that it's pointless there's no point there's no way out of this care about not caring care it's care about not caring but you don't want to care it's confusing you won't get to a solution 
question is stop, get clear of mind, and just be present. And in the end, we're in this world of so much possibility. I would argue close to limited possibility. We've restrained ourselves. I think this is true for me, and probably true for other people, is that we kind of seek or. Well, we've stopped seeking adventure in this world. We've kind of rationalized it down and said, put it up in systems and structures and logically laid it out. It takes away the spark of nature. We I think part of the reason we we're so addicted to our phones. To stories, to movies, perhaps to books to a lesser extent, is because we've given up on the unlimited possibility of our reality and now live through, now live this life of possibility for stories of others. And it's not like I have a clear solution to this, except. Realizing that that's true and taking a step back, just being more present and just not caring. Realizing nothing matters. Doesn't matter if I do this. Doesn't matter if I don't do this. Doesn't matter if this person does this or thinks this or this happens. It doesn't matter. That's not a bad thing. Because you kind of get to this calm state of mind, and I'm partially just quoting this from Alan Watts, but I'm also partially for experience. You're just kind of calm because it doesn't matter. You're lying in your bed, you've got nothing to do, looking out the window, you sleep, you wake back up. Well, you can go back on your phone. But here's what I think: when you're on your phone, it usually ends like this. Go onto YouTube. Quick spark of dopamine. You click on a video, bop, quick spark of dopamine. I think for the most part you were happier before you were on your phone. But part of you just wasn't fulfilled just sitting there. Now you start watching a YouTube video. And I'd say at the start of the YouTube video, you get a hit, you feel great. But then your level of happiness decreases as the video goes on. And now you feel less happy. At the end of the video, when you did before you started on YouTube, but now you have to sustain that. So you go on to another video to get another, another click of dopamine. When you click on the video, up quickly back up, quickly happy, and then crash again. Another crash in dopamine. Now. My plan is to restructure my life. Because on the one hand, I've realized, all right, none of this matters. But I also realize I've been slacking off. That I need to get back on track. And I realized that when my mom called me fat. And guys, I am a complete opposite of being fat. 
far away. But I don't know. Or she said I was less shredded. I just eaten a meal. Probably my gut was hanging out more and she was used to it. Anyways, <laughs> she said, well, you used to work out so much, but lately, I don't know, you've just been doing less. And I thought about it. I'm like, yeah, she's right. I have been slacking off. I have been doing less. Been addicted to the dopamine around me. Been addicted to fapping. Been addicted to... Getting away from this reality, which I'm so kind of confused about because I wouldn't see the reason I would try to get away from this reality in the first place. There's no point. So beautiful, but we kind of just neglect it. I think, well, I've already experienced it. The tendency is to just go on your phone. No worry, have nothing to worry about and just do whatever. But I've experienced that. Last week I was in London. I had nothing to worry about. I had nothing to do. Partially I just spent my time on my phone watching videos. And it was so unsatisfying. So unfulfilling. Is that really where I want to end up? I think that the journey is more important than actually the result. It's a process of improving. Which is tough, but fulfilling. In the end, if you reach all your goals, perhaps you'll be more happy with yourself, but it will not lead to happiness. I think a lot of it is a part of pursuing the goals. And not necessarily being dependent on an outcome that will really give you joy. I still think entertainment, though, has a value. I really think it does. But you have to have it in bursts. Now, I watched a video about this. I forgot his name. I watched it today. About there's two people who watch movies, two kinds of people. One, there's a person who gets home from a day of work, tired, no energy left. And just sits and watches television more passively, perhaps doing something at the same time, just to kind of stimulate himself to calm down. And there's the other person which focuses all his energy on watching that movie and wholly, truly enjoys it while doing so and at the latter the latter it's way more fulfilling than the former so here's what I've planned for myself I plan to take my workout to the next level why? well part of me wants to do it for other people to impress my athletic capabilities part of me wants to do it to surpass other people and athletic abilities, perhaps to surpass friends, to become better, stronger, to ultimately defeat someone else or someone's ego. But those are wrong motivations. The ultimate reason is because that's how I want to be. 
And that's when I'm going to work at it. I want to be more mindful too. Now, part of being mindful is to stop trying so hard. So it's kind of hard to try and be mindful. Which hits on the point earlier about caring about not caring, which is contradictory. But I realized after not meditating for last week, since I was on a school trip to London, which I didn't enjoy too much, of jealousy issues and shit, uh, was probably because I didn't meditate. You're not mindful. I need time for myself. I need time to relax. I cannot be in a constant... constant action like in city the city just makes me sick after a while like it's nice but it's so much so much to see so much to do and what for for the most part just to tell your friends you were there and show pictures of things places where you're at of all no one really cares that's another problem i have to work about somehow lost the passion no i think i have a big love for life probably more than most But what I've kind of lost is this fascination with the world as a kid. As a kid, I would look up to people and I'd be fascinated. Someone did this. Let's say someone did a backflip. I was like, oh, oh my God. Wow. He did a backflip. That's crazy. That's amazing. I want to do that. Oh, this person can run 10 miles? That's nuts. That's fascinating. Oh, this person is so smart. They know so much. That's so cool. But some some points along the way, it's kind of turn to it's numbed down someone does a backflip whatever someone's smart i don't care someone can run 10 miles who gives a fuck now i really try to feel best for my friends for other people and i generally feel happy for other people but i still have a lot of my own ego involved stuff it's frustrating at times so much jealousy, which it just holds you back, is so unnecessary. Why be jealous? Where's that fascination gone? Be happy for other people. You want to surround yourself with amazing people. What if there? There's always this thing. Every human, you want to be better. I think I somehow picked this up from Joe Rogan too, since he talked about this. Every person wants to be better at something than someone else. Hey. Now this also reminds me of one of Jocko's book, but. That's not important. So, right now. Someone, you could meet someone new. And he's great. He's great at this. He's great at that. You're jealous. You're like, oh my God. He's so good at so much. Why can't I be like that? I bet he didn't put any effort in. I try so hard. I work so hard. And then this person comes along better at me than this and that he didn't me shit he didn't do shit at least that's what you say he might have might have not that's unfair 
you say to yourself. Your ego gets so involved in it. But you know what? I'm better at him at this. I can still draw better than him. Or I can still play basketball better than him. There's always something. But now imagine that person is better at you at every single thing. You're grasping to get better. You're aggressive in a sense, like you're grasping to the last straw where you think you're superior to the other person. And then even that last hope is crushed. In addition to that, everyone likes him because it's an amazing person. Those are times where you need to put your jealousy aside. And you need to become friends with that person. You want to surround yourself with amazing people. Because you have amazing people in your life, you will have an amazing life. But you need to take you need to take the, the ego out of it. See the big picture, yeah. You might not be the best in that group, but you're getting better. And in the whole picture, you're rising up, you're getting stronger. Yeah, you train with hard people. Maybe you're gonna get your ass beat in training. So what? It sucks. I know it sucks. It's fucking shit. But on the big picture, you're getting tougher. And as a whole, you're becoming stronger. Okay. So working out. Meditation. Then my normal Wim Hof and stretching. But here's a new idea I have. To kind of incorporate my... My wanting, my need for entertainment. But in a good way. I thought I would make more of a ritual about it. Now on holidays, I'm more loose about my policy. I'm more loose on me entertaining myself. Since I see this holiday and having some more free time to goof around, I see as well. When I say free time, I see socializing with friends. I don't, well, I wouldn't say work, but I don't see that as wasting time. I see that as a useful procedure. <laughs> That's not like I'm a fucking robot. No, it's fun. You're getting better. You're increasing. You're getting better at your social skills. It's a good thing. It's a win-win. No, but I mean like sitting in your room watching television, which or playing games. It's a waste of your fucking time, but it can be enjoyable. But even after that, you start it, you have a flash of energy, and then it goes down after a while. So You want to make it a ritual. Now, in my holidays, I said either two hours every day of entertainment or every second day, two hours. I've not quite decided on what's right. Because it's easy to say when you're sitting there, oh, I'm going to, I'm just not going to be at my phone at all in the holidays. But you kind of see yourself in a different place, in a different mindset. Got to be like, bro, I'm going to feel just like I am right now. If I want to sit in my ass, look out of the window all day. No. I'm going to have the urge to do something. Now, you don't want to completely fill that urge, but you kind of you want to not leave it completely dry either. But during the weekday, I said, okay, during the week, no entertainment like that. Podcast while I'm doing monotonous tasks like commuting, washing my clothes or eating. But no watching videos and shit. I don't have enough time and that just drains you of energy. 
But I said on the weekends, I can do a little bit of that. Two hours Saturday, two hours Sunday, so four hours of entertainment a week, which is more than enough. It's not a lot comparing to a lot of different stuff you can do, but if you spend less time doing it, the time you actually do it is so more fulfilling. If you do it more like a ritual, when you do it, it's something special. It's way more fulfilling. It's like, this is my plan. Imagine my idea is I do like a special thing once a month. I worked hard every week. I got a little bit of free time. But then I have one day in a month where I only drink water. But on that one day, I'll have a special drink. I'll have a Coke. I'll have a Fanta. I'll have an iron brew, whatever. It's something special. Something special to you. For you, it could be a piece of chocolate or a bar of chocolate. Like if you didn't eat any sweets the whole month, you can have a bar of chocolate. Sweet, a donut. Maybe you like cabbage. Maybe you're treats a cabbage, but you, you can treat yourself more often to cabbage if that's your thing. Whatever it is. And then do something like play games. So once a month. Hey, I'm going to watch a comedy special on Netflix. Get a nice drink, get a nice beer, a whiskey. I improve. But that's only if you really deserved it that month. And you're going to sit down and enjoy it. Play your game and you're going to have fun. Watch that special, play that game for a couple hours. I think after free, it just gets terrible though. Nothing's really that enjoyable after three hours of doing it. Like entertainment, right? Nothing. A movie's like the limit. Once you watch the second second movie, it's needy. Once you're playing Terraria or whatever fucking game you're playing, I'm a big fan of Terraria. After three hours, it's like, bah, this is kind of just a grind. You're playing it for the sake of playing, you know, for fun. You realize that off playing games, it's miserable. It's like your game is real life. When you get an achievement in real life, you feel good. If you get a bad achievement, you feel bad. Let's just say that's true for the most part, not necessarily. In the game, you feel bad when you lose. You feel good when you win. In the end, it's the same thing. Only thing you get is rapid achievement. But that's when you really enjoy it. If it's a special thing. Once a month, you sit down, a special drink, a special thing. You watch the thing, you play the thing, and you just enjoy it. Have fun with it, and you relax. And then the next day, the next week, you get back to fucking work. It's like you're creating a ritual, a special thing. They used to have that all the time, that sacred places, sacred times, sacred events. We're having less and less of these. But you can make your own. You can make your own sacred place, sacred event. And make that something special to you. Something special you can fall back on. Or you give yourself a treat when you really deserve it. Thank you for listening to this podcast. I hope you got something out of it.